Welcome to the Get Wealthy Podcast, where wellness doesn't suck. I'm your host, Michelle Smith. We feeling wealthy, uh, we getting healthy. Welcome to Get Wealthy. I am your host, Michelle, and I am joined by my new temporary co-host who is asleep on the job, and he's now being filled in by my former temporary co-host, Brad. Well, hello. Which I guess if you don't have a visual, it wouldn't make much sense. I'm holding Knox, <laughs> our three-week-old, and he's asleep. And Thank you. Here. Thank you. And I'm here covering for him. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. He was sure to be a dynamic guest, but... <laughs> Apparently, he was out late last night. Hopefully, he's not a dynamic guest. I don't think that's anything that anyone wants to hear. A sleeping baby? I think everyone wants to hear a sleeping baby. Well, a baby. sleeping baby, but if he's being dynamic, that would be him uh, screaming and, and yelling. Yeah, he's he'd be an angry <laughs> guest. Um, with that said, if he wakes up, we're going to have to pause and come back. So, welcome, you guys. This yeah. is our first Get Wealthy with our new normal, which is a baby here. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we can start having him on a nap schedule and record during his naps. But until then, yeah, I have to contort my back to hold him and record. (laughs) Yeah, our schedule is kind of dependent on uh, his schedule or lack thereof at this point. But yeah, lack thereof. That's to be expected. uh, Three weeks in here. Yeah, he's got to get the Smith program. Yeah, we'll get we'll get him on track. I have things to do. Yeah, we'll get him. We'll get him. We'll get him straightened out here. Um, okay, so today it's November. Mm-hmm. November is a month of if you, okay. I know you know what we're talking about. Yes, but if I you do. were to pick a word to describe November, what would your word be? Fall. Oh, okay. Autumn. Oh, that's nice. Yes, that would be my October word. Okay. Um, although it's not really fall feeling here. Like the leaves haven't really changed yet. Yeah, it's been fall the last. I mean, it's kind of overcast and kind of cold Messy. today, and it's been we've got a couple storms, so it's been more fall. But yeah. I mean, where we live in California, honestly, we get two seasons. We get a summer and a winter, and then a little bit of a well, we get in between and fall. Yeah, but they're not short. they're not as distinctive as they are in other parts of uh, the country no, or the world. They're not. Well, my word would be gratitude. This is a fun game, though. What would your July word be? Summer. Oh, mine's sun. Okay. What about February? I bet we have the same one. First word. Winter. Oh. <laughs> I think I'm just naming the seasons that correspond with the, whatever months those are. Mine's hearts. Oh. Oh, because of Valentine's. Yeah, my favorite holiday. Yeah. What's August? I know mine came to me just like that. August. Yeah. What's August for? Blur. I don't like August. I think that's my Where? least favorite really? month. I'd say, either vaca- I would, I'd say either vacation or football. Football. Yeah, so you start thinking about football. Preseason. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's coming. Yeah, I guess. Okay, on to it. So my November word, did I even share it? Yeah, gratitude. Well, yeah, because of Thanksgiving and all that. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It's always really at the front of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um. And so that's what this episode's about, gratitude. And I thought of about 
I thought of a bunch of different ways to do it. Like, do we want an expert on gratitude? Should I research gratitude? Should I get statistics on how gratitude improves our lives? We hear so much gratitude, have gratitude, have gratitude. And it wasn't until uh, 2012 when I fully understood the impact of gratitude in my life. Hmm. And it's such a buzzword and that we all feel like, oh, well, we have to do this. Oh, we're thankful for this. Oh, yes, I don't want to, you know, whatever, take this for granted. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my house. We have these like blanket ideas of gratitude. Mm -hmm. But I think what I wanted to do today, I think that what would have most impact is like really just talking about it in a more personal day-to-day way. Yeah. Because for me, I don't think it's just about, you know, scheduling it or well no it is it is day to day i think it's about incorporating it more into who you are Mm -hmm. versus something different that we're kind of seeing on these memes and it's it's beyond meme culture and i think like the memes that you might scroll through or these inspirational quotes kind of help you to remember it or Mm -hmm. bring it to your forefront or reminders because it's really easy to lose sight of. Yeah. And I referenced 2012, and I'll, I'll get into that. And I just remember that was the happiest year. I've, I just remember being like blissful, like so happy. And I knew it was attached to this gratitude. Yeah. But it faded. Yeah. It really faded, especially these last few years. Mm-hmm. Like it's come up a lot more in the last year because I think the situations we've all found ourselves faced in. And so for me, I realized even when I lost it and I was leaning into this like manifesting spiritual blah, 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 it wasn't making me happy. Mm -hmm. And it was that loss of gratitude and like foundational stuff. Okay. So that's where I'm kind of thinking I want to have this conversation go. Okay. So I'm curious what your take on gratitude is because we kind of had a brief discussion. Yeah. And I think we have a little bit different takes. Yeah. Well, actually, I um, I want to start with a little bit of background because mm-hmm. um, you said you didn't do any research oh, on it, wow. so I did a little bit. <laughs> oh, well, um, look at you working for that. Now you've got some competition on your I know, co-host I to, job. I have to try to stay temporary here. He doesn't know how to write. He doesn't have a notebook. You've got a <laughs> notebook of notes. Um, so, because like, I mean, this is something you hear all the time, right? It's kind of, especially if you do any kind of... Self. Self-improvement, if you read any kind of literature, like people talk about gratitude all the time. And yeah. so my first thing is like, well, what is it? Why is it kind of, uh, let's say if it's a buzzword, but it's definitely kind it of in- buzzword. It's definitely in vogue yeah. for people to talk about. <laughs> Look at you, in vogue. What? I love it. It's just such a great term to use. Sorry, it's very popular right now. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. <laughs> never gonna get it. All right, anywho. So- I just kind of started like looking up a little bit and like found a couple articles. And so it looks like it kind of kicked off in like 2003 okay. was when these two, um, the uh, unvogue, like bringing it back. Right. When basically, um, it was two guys, um, two doctors who did this, did this study in 2003. And they kind of found that, um, you know, by basically by focusing on gratitude at one control group, focus on gratitude. Another one kind of focused on things that were wrong. And after the study period, they noticed that there were some improvements in kind of mood and happiness with the with the study group. And so that was that, in my opinion, kind of kicked off like the next probably 20, you know, almost 20 years of 
people diving into different aspects of it. Right. Cause I think growing up and maybe this was just me or my family, I don't know. I'd only hear about thankfulness and gratitude and whatever. I think at people did at Thanksgiving and that's kind of about it. And that was it. It yeah. wasn't like an ongoing respect of actual gratitude and yeah. Um, but I guess like after that first study, they kind of found that the the grateful group um, who was actually focusing on what they were grateful for um, had that it had a significant impact on their emotional, um, social, well-being. and even like physical well-being. Oh. Um, and so since then, people have kind of gone into and tweaked you know, their studies to look at different aspects. And it's kind of crazy. <laughs> like if you look at some of the benefits, like one article I found listed 28 benefits. Wow, of having a gratitude practice. Did you jot any of them down? I did. Um, Good note taker. Well, thank you. You're working for it. I mean, I just had to have a baby and give you some competition <laughs> for it. Well, um, so like some of the, like the general kind of themes that people looked at was um, that um, you had better relationships, uh, increase in physical health, increase in psychological health, um, increase in empathy, um, reducing aggression, better sleep, higher self-esteem, and increased mental strength. Do you think it's because gratitude puts you in perspective? I think that's, yeah, I think that's part of it. Um, But then looking at, you know, even another thing that I found was some surprising benefits um, was that one study, I think it was 2014, found or concluded that it reduced your materialism. Oh, yeah, I can see that for sure. Um, let's see. And that there are also some career benefits associated to it, such as uh, making people more effective managers, um, increasing their pati- patience, and increasing um, their decision-making. Um, people are able to find more meaning in their work, hmm. meaning that they're going to be a little happier and more content. So, uh, Reduced turnover and an increase uh, in mental health and a reduction in stress. I like that. So like, let's get to the root. Like why? I think it's because it removes you from a negative mindset mm-hmm. and puts you in a perspective, which I think so many of us are lacking perspective now. Yeah. First of all, um, one thing that hit me was that you said redu- reduction in materialism. And I think that really is something that I've experienced mm-hmm. in these two kind of bouts. Like I think of 2012 and then like, you know, 2020 to now that has been the case. Mm-hmm. And that kind of gap period where I feel like I was really just focused on achievement. That was what my buzzword was. It Mm -hmm. was achievement. I wanted to achieve this with my career. I wanted to achieve this financially. None of that shifted me. No matter how much I like leaned into it and did well or how ambitious or how much money I made or any of that really shifted the mark for me. Mm -hmm but the gratitude did. And I noticed in 2012, and I guess at some point I have to kind of go into that a little bit more. Um, it, my happiness wasn't based on anything material. It kind of was, but it was deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And then this last year, like for me, like I'm just grat- grateful for like security and family and, you know, for half of last year, we couldn't, we were all locked down and couldn't even do anything. I wasn't buying a bunch of crap. And, yeah. You know, I like nice things, and I think you and any of my friends would know, like, I like nice things. I'm not going to pretend like I don't. Yeah. But I don't internalize it anymore. Like, it's not about achievement for me. It's about enjoying it. And I don't feel like I'm, like, 
in this race just to get stuff now. Yeah. Whereas versus it's like, it's more meaningful. Like I don't feel like I need X, Y, Z. Well, yeah. Cause I think in the way it's you're saying, gap. yeah, that you're not, it's not trying to fill a gap or you're not trying to buy something to make you appear a certain way to, mm-hmm. you know, the outside world or anything like that. You're just the things that you like, you either, you know, something that you want to enjoy yourself or that you want something you yeah. want to enjoy yourself and you want it to be of a higher quality. Yeah. So you don't have, maybe you have to buy less. That's totally. Awesome. Well, and that's the thing is like, I'm consuming less now. Yeah. Like I'm much more aware of like, we should have an episode on that because this is something that's really been at the top of my head. And I think that baby stuff is like, just triggers it too. It's like this excess consumerism and all this stuff that we've all slowly bought into yeah. we need all this crap. And like, it's just a waste. Like yeah. I value my money and I don't want to just be like throwing it out. Yeah. Which totally. is kind of interesting because it kind of goes against this like money mindset thing of like abundance. Like, Oh, just, you know, don't worry about it. It'll come. And I'm like, and that doesn't sound like sound financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a lot more layers to yeah. it. Like, yeah, you gotta be more mindful of it anyways. So anyway, yeah. So I was actually pretty, I was actually pretty surprised at the, the, at the number of benefits that people are attributing to gratitude and just kind of the, the breadth of, of benefits. I mean, everything from physical health, um, higher quality of life is basically it. Yeah. I mean, better relationships, better social, you know, cause you're not focusing on the negative, mm-hmm. which it's funny. Cause in that study, when you told me that I'm like, well also too, is like, what factor does that negative group play in? If you're focusing on negative things, that's also going to be a detriment. Yeah. So, it's not super neutral of that group. I have to adjust here. This baby, like, I can't put him down. Yeah, there there might have been a third baby. control group too. I think there. I mean, these are all like these are scientific studies, so they're yeah. done. And this and that was like a that one I was talking about was pretty much like the landmark. Yeah. Gratitude. Uh, but yeah, gratuity. I think it's like when you focus on gratitude. Gratitude. It's <laughs> almost like study. It it it's inadvertently taking the negative away. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that other stuff is kind of when you're focusing on this like lack Mm -hmm. and whatever. Today's Get Wealthy sponsor is Zoop. Good, really good broth. Developed by a 20 plus year soup and spice industry veteran and the team behind Zoop Eatery, this flavor forward broth is kettle cooked in small batches and completely free of artificial ingredients, preservatives, hormones, gluten, and GMOs. Sold in glass jars that are easy to reuse or recycle, their premium lineup includes a new seafood broth and a new spicy chicken bone broth, along with the original chicken and veggie broths, chicken and beef bone broths, and organic broths. Zoop, good, really good broth, is available at all your favorite natural and mainstream retailers across the country, such as Walmart, Sprouts, and Kroger. Plus, online at walmart.com, Zoop broth.com and amazon get wealthy listeners can get 20 percent off their first purchase by using the coupon code get wealthy on amazon delicious convenient and made with high quality clean ingredients zoop good really good broths bring restaurant worthy taste to home cooked meals browse recipes and learn more at zoopbroth.com or by following at zoop good really good on facebook and instagram Make sure to check our show notes for links and your discount code. Well, and, and so that, I mean, you were kind of joking about the abundant 
um, manifesty stuff, but I do think that gratitude you know, does kind of play into the idea of I abundance do. a little bit. I because if you, like you said, if you're, and we've said this before in different contexts, like whatever, not whatever, but a lot of times what you focus on is what's going to happen. For sure. So if you're focused on, you know. Lack. Huh? Lack. Lack. Yeah. If you're focused on lack, that's, if you're what focused you're on having. what you don't have, then that's, that's where your intention is going to be. But if you are focused on, you know, being grateful for what you do have and look at, look at it, you know, from an attitude of abundance, then that's going yeah. to, that's just going well, to increase. And I think of, cause I do believe in manifesting because mm-hmm. I think I'm, I think you'd say the same. I'm very good at it but not in the way that this meme culture, new age kind of spiritual thing lets you do. Like it's not about liking memes on Instagram because it sounds good. It's like about a deeper understanding of, like you said, gratitude plays into it. Mm -hmm. And um, it's about who you are and what you put into this world will come back to you. If you're an asshole, you're not going to have a lot of great people wanting to be in your circle. Right. If you're a great person, you're going to have a lot of people wanting to be in your circle. Yeah. If you live a life of abundance, you're going to attract that back. Yeah. If it's you're a grateful, like, if you're a grateful person, which is probably going to make you more positive, and if you're more right. positive, you're going to be probably more. Others will be attracted to you. Opportunities will be. You'll attracted be yeah. To you. You'll be more fun to be around. You'll be people will you know if you're That's helping people. Works. Yeah. If yeah. you're helping people, then they're going to you know want to be around you totally. and reciprocate that, and it just kind of probably snowballs from there. Totally. And that's what it is. It's not about just like sending a message to the universe and like throwing it out in space and hoping something comes back. It's (laughs) about who you are and what you are attracting in your life. And that's something. That's kind of like the the ripple effect, right? Like kind of throwing the the stone in the pond and like you basically put that out there and then the ripples go out and then they affect other things and totally keeps going. Yeah. Um, but I just thought of a whole other idea for a podcast too, about like deeper manifesting of like who you are, because mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And, you know, I think all these things we're kind of getting away from gratitude kind of teach otherwise, but well, that gratitude and graciousness and, you know, plays into who you are. So, and so that's what I want to get into. The gratitude is like, how do we get into a state of gratitude rather than just a practice of gratitude? Right. Well, and let's, so let's talk about that. So to get, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, we've been kind of high level kind of this point talking about benefits and stuff. So what is, what does a gratitude practice or state actually look like? So I think when you, you can get into a gratitude state through practice. So I think some of those are very valuable, Mm -hmm. but then for me, I think my gratitude state comes from a deeper understanding of myself Mm -hmm. and my circumstances and the greater world, which I think a lot of people, if I'm going to say, I've recognized in the last year and a half have a very lacking understanding of yeah, like not centric on yourself or even just what's immediately in front of you. And I think that's very clear this last year is Mm -hmm. it's like having just almost like a global humanity, an understanding of humanity Mm -hmm. is important, especially living in the United States. Yeah where we are very privileged mm-hmm. regardless of like yeah. the situation we're in right now. And I think having the perspective to understand like we aren't North Korea, we aren't whatever we have our woes, but in a global state of where our lives lie is not yeah. 
so awful. True. Um, so let's get to 2012. Because okay. I keep talking about that. Sure. So 2012, we had Cameron pregnant with Tegan. And we were living in a neighborhood that neither of us wanted to live in. Mm-hmm. And decided we wanted to long-term move to a place that we felt was a better community for our family. Yeah. And long-term. And so we decided to put our house up for sale. And that was when the market was just at the pits. Yeah. And it was not an easy time to sell houses. It's not like now. Like now, somewhere now. <laughs> Our whole block's turned over. If you want to come be our neighbor, like <laughs> honestly, I think I could sell. My, I think think I could sell our house today if I just walked outside and threw a sign up in the front yard. Oh I could probably have this thing we sold. Chalk our driveway in our garage <laughs> and say for sale. Put an ad on uh, next door or something. Oh yeah, it sells so fast. And that's not <laughs> what the market was then. But we really wanted to move, and I think there were some things that we won't go into, not between us, but like in our personal life that weren't landing well. Yeah, and. It just didn't feel in vibration where I was, wasn't great. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I really wanted us to align with what our vibration was, what our vibration was for our family, long-term situation, home, all of that. And so our house was a cute house in a nice neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, but it was awful to sell. Like there's foundation problems. We put it on the market, which now I think is the dumbest thing ever. When I was, what, eight months pregnant, hoping it would sell and we could just move and what and what? Yeah. Anyways, that house was so hard to sell. It took us, what, till November? We closed the day before Thanksgiving. Took us, uh, yeah, because I think we put it on in... February. February, right? Late January, early February. Yeah. And then we actually took it back off the market. For like a month. Yeah, and kind of reset, found a different... uh, yeah, did work on the house. Did some work on the house, different realtor, all that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, it sold uh, nine months later. So Yeah, and so... Whole process, yeah. I, I don't months. think people understand, too. Like, there was people looking at the house, like... And it, part of the problem is across the street from a liquor store. Yeah. Which was nice at some point. Yeah, but kids. with the newborn and trying to bundle up the, the baby and the two-year-old to... At the moment's notice. <laughs> to walk outside so that somebody oh can God. walk in and... And you were Check working the- a terrible schedule. Yeah. So it was me with a two-year-old and a newborn having to keep the house meticulous <laughs> at the drop of a hat so somebody could. And how many people would just show up at the door to show the house? And oh, I'm yeah. like, no. Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry, you got to leave. That was a nightmare. And so that was like months of that. Like, mm-hmm. And I just, I felt really upset because... Also, too, it's like we weren't going to short sale the house because we didn't have to, and I didn't want we didn't want that mark on our yeah. credit, but we just wanted to get out of there. It just we couldn't. There, we were very limited. So, yeah. anyways, so it was just a a hard, hard few months for me. Mm-hmm. That whole year was hard. Yeah, totally. Um, so when we finally sold it, we were like, okay, let's just take a break, live in an apartment until we find a house we really like. Um, I was so happy. I was so happy that we were on our right path. And then a few months later, we found this home. And I was so happy. I was so happy. It became peaceful. I was so thankful. We bought this house. It was a fixer-upper. Um, it's a great home, but we knew eventually it would be what we want. Yeah. So it wasn't like we moved into this like beautiful, brand-new, sparkling home. It was a <laughs> beautiful home with great bones that we could make our own. I didn't even care. But it was all original. It was uh, it, it yeah. basically hadn't been touched since it was built in 1969. Yeah. And I didn't even <laughs> care. I was so blissful. Like, I didn't care about any of it. Like, I was just so happy 
that we had a home for our family that we loved and I didn't have to be showing this house. I could just enjoy my kids. Yeah. And this was before I even started the whole Smiths and like, I wasn't making any money because I had quit work. Mm-hmm. Well, I was actually doing f- family photos. So yeah. I was working a little bit, but it was very part-time. And I was just so happy. I was just so happy to be done with all that and in a good situation for us. And I can't explain it. Like, yeah. it was just good. Yeah. Like, I felt so happy to be away from that stressful year behind us and so thankful for our like 20 year old check carpet and <laughs> beige tiles and bricks and like i was just elated yeah to have that yeah. and i don't know i just it it shifted me like that year i was just so present and thankful and I don't know. I just, I just remember feeling like so blissful that year. And it was because I was grateful. I think your schedule probably had shifted a little Mm -hmm. bit and I just, we felt, I felt so connected Yeah. and I just had gratitude. I didn't care about anything else. Just happy to have a home for my family and away from like disappointment. That's what it was. There was so much disappointment in that year before. And I didn't, I felt like we moved through that and I was so happy and it wasn't based on material things. Like it wasn't just like, oh my God, we have this brand new, beautiful house. It was just a thankfulness for a home in a good spot mm-hmm. and away from that. I don't know. I'm rambling now because I don't know if there's any words that I can really put yeah. into how thankful I was. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, oh, hi, you're waking up. My back is killing me from this kid. Um, so I will always remember that year. I always remember that. That's great. Even when we were in that apartment, which was <laughs> small and yeah. dark and was supposed to be more temporary than it was. Yeah. I got a little, uh, yeah, disconcerted that we were in that, uh, never going to find a home temporary like. apartment for six months, but yeah, it all worked it's out. supposed to be month to month. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, are we ever going to find a house now? Cause of course, as soon as we went to buy a house, the market takes off. Right. Um, and then again in 2020, like, oh my God, talk about gratitude. Like again, well, we had just finished our backyard. Mm-hmm. So as we're all sitting in home, we yeah. had a beautiful backyard. The kids could swim. We were, I felt like some days we were just like on vacation back there yeah. and it was just being with our family and we both had the ability to work from home and mm-hmm. be together. And yeah. I like you. I have a partner I like, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Which obviously I love you, but I like you too. Our kids had each other, so yeah. that shifted me again too. Right. So, mm. so I guess so. Let's just kind of try to bring this back a little bit. So, sorry, was that too long? No, it's okay. No, it's it's not. Okay. No, it's your uh, that's your experience and your story. Yeah. Um, but like, if people don't have that, so it's like, so you're so you were kind of in a gratitude state just because mm-hmm. of your situations. So if people don't, I guess, have that because of whatever yeah so then what because i know one thing like when i was looking at all this stuff about gratitude like i i think of myself like i you know there's certain times that i'll be grateful for stuff but like i'm I'm definitely not intentional about it yeah and i definitely don't have a gratitude practice how can you get to that without having some sort of life event or milestone yeah exactly um i think this last year obviously covid 
or whatever was like a life event for all of us in one way or another, whether you wanted it to be or not. Yeah. Um, so that one's kind of hard, but it wasn't like a de- definitive one. Does that make sense? It wasn't like I gained something from it. It's not like, oh, I won the lottery right. or we moved into a home. It was something that forced you, forced me to be thankful. And that the thing is, I think we can look at any news headline now and think about our what we do have. Right. I think the media right now is so focused on what we don't have. What's wrong with all of us? What's wrong with our nation? What's wrong with you know, all of this stuff and we can focus on what's right and remove that negative stuff. If, if gratitude is based on eliminating negativity, mm-hmm. unnecessary negativity, not in this toxic positive way, then let's think about that and focus on the good because okay. regardless, we all have good. And so for these events put me into that gratitude space okay without having to do the practice okay which i neglected but having like a deep belief in gratitude and then incorporating that practice in a void of a certain event i think can get you there okay so that's where the practice helps okay so do you do you currently have a gratitude practice no i think that i'm in a state right now okay and so for me it's maintaining that state and there's something different this time around that I've become so grateful for my family Mm -hmm. and what is really important to me and what makes my life rich naturally Mm -hmm. that I've had a lot of eliminating this last year. Does that make sense? Yeah. Of the negative, of things, of work things, of people or whatever that I wasn't in line with that were bringing that negativity in or taking me out of alignment from what actually was important. Does that make sense? So I think part of it is protecting yourself from that negative Mm -hmm. space, which takes a lot of honesty sometimes, and it's not easy. And finding what it is you're grateful for and Mm -hmm. really leaning into that. Right. Am I talking a little too high level for No, it? but I think I think I can kind of I think I can go through that, parse through that a little bit. So I think what you're saying is that Well, here's Well, I, I guess I, I guess from what you just said, I would see the benefit of having a gratitude practice because that would put you in a state of gratitude where you're able to kind of resist the negative some of the negative thoughts and negative totally. environment. Well, here, this is an example. So one of the things last year, obviously, like I've always said, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my family. Right. Of course, I'm grateful for my family. But this last year, I am really fucking grateful for my family. Yeah. And I've realized that there's components in my life that don't respect that or that weren't in line with that. Yeah. Um, and I won't go into that too much. And even with career stuff, like I started doing my career to provide for my family, to serve our family. And fortunately it was something I'm passionate about. Yeah. But then at some point along the way that didn't serve me anymore. Mm-hmm. Showing up on social media every day doesn't serve me and my family. Mm-hmm. Like it's a means to an end. And so I had to really look at that and me just chasing this financial like paycheck month to month 
of sponsored content or whatever it is or anything isn't serving it. Long-term financial success is yeah. like, you know, investing and being smart with stuff rather mm-hmm. than just this spinning cog. That's in line with my values. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So it's like finding these things that are like actually kind of taking me away into a negative space or not really doing that. Gotcha. And I don't have to stress about that anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I don't know if that I'm doing a great job attributing that to gratitude, but I think it's all connected. Okay. And that's what I wanted us to talk about is like, what does it look like in real life? Yeah, I guess that, that would be my next thing because obviously, you know, if you hear, you know, something that has 28 benefits, you know, across every aspect of your life, like, all yeah. right, cool. How do I get in on that? How do I, how do I start totally. capitalizing? Because right. it does seem kind of like one of those, you know, kind of ephemeral kind of concepts. It's like, yeah. I'm sure everybody would say like, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm happy, you know, to have a house or to have a family yeah. or to have a, my health or whatever the case right. may be. But I don't, th- I think that a lot of, I think some of the power in gratitude comes from they're probably having a practice and focusing on that. And I think that probably consistent. makes it. Yeah. Which I admittedly do not do. So, and here's something too, like we're going to talk about it on our Patreon bite size podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes too, is like we get into these big things, which is where I'm at right now. This like bigger, whatever life meaning event, something that puts you into this state of gratitude. Yeah. But there's like, um, shallow gratitude too. I think okay. that we are so afraid to celebrate or be thankful for in first world problem kind of scenarios. Right. Like I have touched on it in another podcast, like, you know, our first time around with the babies, like I'd quit my job and I was really nervous about like, okay, well, what does this mean for us? Like long-term financially, like I don't want to spend a bunch of money. Like I need to figure out my stuff first. So I didn't spend, I, I didn't feel comfortable getting a bunch of maternity clothes or, you know, clothes that I felt good in yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. because I wanted to focus on family or whatever. This time around, I didn't have that. And I feel very thankful that I was able to just go and if there's something I wanted, I didn't have the guilt attached to getting it for myself. And I'm thankful for that. So in this weird way, I think some of this, what we can consider shallow gratitude of like, oh my God, I could totally afford to go get this, you know, maternity dress for our photo shoot or whatever without feeling guilty about spending the money on it. Yeah. But there's a deeper level to some of this. Today's episode is brought to you by Love Every. Listen, when our first two babies were born, we had all sorts of plastic, light-up, sound-making, battery-operated toys for them, as I'm sure many parents can relate to. This time around, I'm looking for toys and activities that are a bit more mindful, so I'm happy to have discovered Love Every. Plus, as I mentioned in another episode, I'm pretty sure all of those plastic toys were possessed or cursed because they were always going off on their own, and it freaked me out. But that's another story. Love Every makes finding age and development-appropriate toys and activities for your children a breeze. From their age-based subscription boxes, award-winning play gyms, and accessories for your nursery, their products are designed by experts for your child's developing brain. For more information on Love Every and a link to check out their products, visit our show notes. You know, and I think there are people that are just like, oh, I just like this, you know, fancy thing because 
it makes me look good. But then there's also like deeper levels of things that you can be grateful for that sound first world. But when you dig deeper, it's a little bit more. Yeah. Like it's not as shallow as you might think it is. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Mm, like yeah, totally. I'm really thankful for our stove, which is a nice stove. Mm-hmm. Because of what it brings. Like we don't, A, we haven't had to repair it or anything, but like it cooks for our family. Like it provides for us. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I think a lot of times that when we have these kind of like more shallow things, like it's okay to actually pay attention to why you're grateful for it. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you think? And so it's like, it's okay to celebrate that. Don't feel like bad about it. Don't feel guilty because you've earned something. Yeah. And you put your money into something you value, like find the value in it. What What is the actual value in it for you? Yeah. Like I'm thankful for our new car this year. Yeah. But I'm thankful because, well, even though it's <laughs> we need <laughs> under lemon law right now already, brand new car, I'm thankful that we like were able to get a car that can fit our family now comfortably before this chip shortage like made it impossible <laughs> yeah. to get a new car. No, totally. Like I'm really grateful for our lemon. <laughs> like not because I have this new car that I'm just like, oh, I got a new car. It's because I'm actually thankful for what it provides for us. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. Like it's not just about the car. No, totally. It's not about posting it online. It's like <laughs> I mean, look it's at not my, a Maserati. It's look a, at my new whip. It's a freaking Tahoe. It's not like, which every car is expensive now. Yeah, I know. That's a whole other story. But, um, you know, I'm thankful for it. Yeah. I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for my old car that I really wanted because it was small and it wasn't a giant freaking gas guzzler. <laughs> um, but I'm thankful we had the means to get something that will fit teenagers in a car seat. Yeah. <laughs> so, and luggage. <laughs> Strollers. Um, cool. I feel like I'm rambling. Yeah, Hopefully a little bit, that but was like useful. Yeah. No, but your, your, your rambling is still, uh, useful, useful and what are you grateful delightful. for? What am I grateful for? Um, I mean, I think I'm just grateful for kind of like the, the usual stuff. Um, that most people would say, obviously I think just like the, the, the normal stuff that most people are grateful for. Um, I've had some, I think I've had some shifts around some different areas of my life where I was looking more at the negative. Um, yeah. I think you're not as verbose and I, I feel you're hesitant to share some of this. Yeah. Like personally. Yeah. I think you're grateful for work stuff. Yeah. I think you're probably hesitant because if anyone from work listens to this, you don't want to make it sound <laughs> like you were ungrateful, but I think you've, do you want me to guide you a little bit on this? No, we're Gently? good. Okay. But I think you're grateful for your community and yeah. your your teammates and your opportunity. Yeah, and no, totally. I think you've moved out of a, just a negative mindset into a very positive. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to, I think with, with the work stuff, it's easy for people to get, kind of get, get down on things and you think about the, you know, just where you focus on maybe some of the more negative, stuff, more negative stuff and then not looking at the positive, but the right. positive is obviously that, you know, it's provided, it's been able, you know, it's, it's a enabled growth opportunity. Me to, yeah, it's an, enabled me to provide, you know, a great life for my family. And Well, let me venture to say that this is not unique to you no, or your work situation. It's to everyone. Yeah, and absolutely. Even myself. And I've, I've talked to you as like, oh, I've created this, quote, dream job for myself that I can work from home and 
be creative and provide. And I freaking hate it sometimes. I hate like working with these PR companies that are like these 23 year old interns that don't know what you're doing. And like, I hate social media and stuff. And so we've had conversations of grasses and greener. And like, again, it's not focusing on the negative because that takes away from the positive. Yeah. Even if, yeah. And I think no matter what you do. Yeah. I was going to say, even if like you literally do have your dream job, there's going to be days. It's just inevitable. There's going to be days that you're not going to be happy with it. Totally. There are going to be some negative aspects to it, even if it's every single life experience has that. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that the, yeah, just looking, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say every single life experience has the downfalls. Right. Families, marriages, yeah. kids, food, whatever. There's always going to be ups and there's always going to be downs. The hard thing is with work is that it is so much, it consumes so much of your life and day yeah. that it's really easy to internalize. And so I think so many people think of like, oh, well, this is who I am versus what I do. So if there's negative components and you're internalizing it, it's really easy to let that spiral. Yeah, totally. With anything. And I think it's just kind of being in check with what you are grateful for. Yeah, totally. So I put those words into your mouth. Thank you. Because I, (laughs) I could tell it was something, but would you say that was accurate? Yeah, totally. So, um, but what else? It's like, Um, what do you have deep gratitude for? Like, like just gratitude play into your psyche. We've talked about this. I think it's like for me, I guess I like I like I said before, I admittedly don't have a gratitude practice and I do think that that's something I'd benefit from and would like to start. Um because it's not like a per, it's not like a pervasive like sense that I have like at all times. Yeah. There will be like certain times, I don't even know if it's daily that I'll be grateful for something, but it's not like a ever present thing in my life. And so I think that's what I would probably benefit from um by having a practice totally and so i think that's two we are two different sides of the same coin like mine comes from like more of a like bigger picture event or state that like throws me into it yeah no i I need it (laughs) and that's just i think definitive of who you and i are in general um so let's talk about that then what a practice could look like yeah um, on my, for my Patreon community, I did create like a worksheet to talk about the shallow gratitude stuff. Okay. And we talked about that in the bite Size podcast. One of your shallow gratitudes, if I remember correctly, cause we oddly recorded that one before this mm-hmm. was when I forced Lululemon shorts on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shallow gratitude, right? Yeah. I forgot about it's that. It's like, totally. um, okay, well spending a hundred dollars on a pair of shorts sounds like, obviously it's a privilege. Yeah. But you were so anti for so long. I was, yeah. And then I got them for you and you love them because they really are comfortable and the quality is good. Yeah. You even fell on a skateboard and they and scraped your knee up or in some pants from them and it didn't even rip. Yeah. So, but you're thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just because you wanted a label. That was the last, that's why you didn't want them. Yeah, no, I, I, I more want to hide the label. <laughs> Sharpening out the little like whatever. Um, so a practice could be like that worksheet is like, don't be afraid, like write down the things that might seem shallow and like talk about why you are thankful for them in yeah. a deeper meaning in a deeper way. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, our also, friend, and I also think that's something that 
you made me think about like with the, especially like with the shallow gratitude. Cause I think a lot of times when you do have, you know, things in your life that, you know, not everybody has that there's sometimes you can kind of feel guilty about oh, that. Totally. And, and we're so now being conditioned to feel guilty for it. Yeah. Um, and it's easy to feel guilty for, I don't know if you have a landscaper, you know, to come mow your yard or all these things and you feel like, Oh, I, I should be doing it for myself or whatever the case may be. Like it's easy to feel guilty about a lot of this stuff, but if you can kind of just change the the narrative around that from feeling guilty about it, because that's going to negatively impact you and put you kind of in a, you know, that's yeah, yeah, in a negative, in a negative minds, uh, uh, mindset. If you can turn that around and be grateful for some of these things, then and that'll do it. And yeah. I think part of that is acknowledging your privilege in it. Yeah. Because when you acknowledge your privilege in it, that automatically is gratitude. Yeah. Like I'm thankful that I have the means to have somebody provide for me so that I can spend more time with my family or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Then I think too, is it's like, well, and then also in tune, like you're providing for them to provide for their family or do you know what I mean? Like you can kind of take it a step further. Like I'm thankful that, you know, again, that gets into that shallow gratitude. But I think part of that shallow gratitude is really acknowledging your privilege in it. And that kind of goes into the global aspect that I'm talking about is like, yeah. Acknowledging that privilege is a big part of it. And knowing that that's that acknowledging privilege is gratitude. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, totally. Um, so another way we have a friend who has a gratitude alarm. She sets her phone (laughs) to go off at seven and, um, their family says what they're grateful for. Yeah. And I think that's great. Yeah, that's like too. an automatic reminder of like, hey, what are we grateful for? Something else that we do, well, lately we have not been eating at the dinner table. <laughs> but <laughs> something we have done as a practice that we've gotten away from is with the kids at night, like we would say, what are you grateful for? But you can't say family or house or whatever. And if you do, you have to say a why. Yeah, or something more specific. More specific. Like we don't shy away from getting specific with it. Oh, your my temporary co-host is uh, waking up. Waking here. up. He has something to say. Um, and I also think that meditation. Like, I have such a hard time with meditation, and I think a lot of people do because it's a, it's really hard. Yeah. And basically, what meditation is is just training your brain in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But I think. Maybe a step into that is instead of taking that time to meditate, just take those five minutes of quiet to be grateful. Yeah. Be grateful for the shallow. Be grateful for the big. Be grateful for whatever it is because no matter how crappy things are, like you do have stuff to be grateful for. Last year was crappy for so many people. Like I had a hard time, Mm -hmm. but what prevented me from really spiraling was being grateful too. Yeah. And there's people that struggle more in recognizing that. Yeah. And I'd venture to say that most people listening to this podcast were not people that were like the deeply affected, like, yeah, you know, even listening to podcasts and spending an hour of your day is like kind of a <laughs> privilege for so many people. Yeah. Um, in a way. Yeah. And not to say nobody listening to this struggled. Like, I think our listeners are savvy enough to know what I mean by that. Yeah. 
So how do you plan? Do you want to like, has this conversation and in, in your research mm-hmm. inspired you to find more gratitude? Yeah, do you totally. think like, and what is that going to look like for you? Um, I don't know, but I know, I know myself and I know my personality and I know that I need to be kind of more, I don't want to say regimented, but you're more, a program guy. You I love am. a good challenge <laughs> and a program. I'm not. I know. I have like, you know, like my, my habit trackers on my, on my habit tracker app and I Your need workout to, metric. Yeah. Now yeah, I need that. Cause if I, if I keep it too, like kind of for me personally, if I keep it too kind of high level, then it won't. Which is so funny. That's how take. we are so different. Yeah. And I think our stories of gratitude or like kind of understandings of how to get there are very different, but that's so indicative of our personalities. Yeah. No, like, I, I would be, I would need like the gratitude alarm. <laughs> you should do it. Thing. Why don't you do it? All right, I will. What's a good time for you? Mm. Seven o'clock. I mean, you could sync up the gratitude with everybody just goes on at seven o'clock. Isn't that a great idea? Yeah. I just love that. I'm, trying to think where I'm sure she's listening right now. Probably. She'll be like, hey, that's me. <laughs> that's my idea. Shout out to you. Um, yeah, maybe seven or 7.30, just depending on the schedule. But I think that's a good time where it's... It's around dinner and around kind of downtime and family. End of day. Usually family time. Yeah. Okay. Okay, perfect. That's going to be your step. And I think that what my goal with this podcast is, is to have everybody just start thinking about having it at the top of your head more. And maybe you align more with my version of it is like this bigger picture of like leaning into this state of it mm-hmm. and understanding the bigger picture or maybe it's more of the gratitude checklist of practice mm-hmm. because it is a practice. Yeah. And I think I know, I know some people that work it into their, like their morning routines. Yeah. Well that five minutes, like if you aren't into meditating, just take five minutes with your coffee, no phone and just be thankful. Yeah. It's so dumb because I've heard it before and it's so cliche, but like morning is such a great time for it. And I think end of day is like, for me, I think end of day is a great time for it because mornings are kind of harder for me. Yeah. But the thankful that like you woke up. Yeah. Like I know that sounds so cliche, but it's like we have another day and like, you know, I have another day with my babies and like you and I don't know. I think that sounds so like oh yeah i woke up another like we're, it's such yeah. a given well it's kind of crazy until I mean, it's not yeah well you can yeah and that's that's i guess you can be grateful i mean there's so many things like you know right now like my i hurt my knee working out yesterday yeah but you could even like extrapolate that it was like well my legs generally work great like i had in i'm a generally healthy person you didn't lose your leg yeah i have a leg <laughs> <laughs> i have a knee i have a knee to hurt you know it's like you and can it'll kinda, be fine yeah, and it'll be fine. And you, but you can. I guess my point is, you can, you can basically have gratitude about everything. Well, and there are people that aren't that you are, because I don't want to take away from this conversation. Yeah, there are people that are really in need and hard times. Yes, absolutely. That you are blinded to any gratitude, and I feel like I have not been totally there yet one or two points in my life where it's so hard to see. Right. And so I want to acknowledge that there is a portion of the population that you are in a, a dark spot Mm -hmm. where you cannot feel the gratitude, the hurt 
is has transcended that. Yeah. And that's when you do need help because you do need help pulling out of that spot. I think for the most part, when we're talking about this, like we, most of us have vision of that gratitude still. Yeah. But there are times you can lose that. No, of, of, where of course. Where that pain is. And so I, I do want to acknowledge that. Gotcha. No, that's, that's a good You know, and so if you are in that point that you cannot find it, then find help. Yeah, that's that's probably the point where you would... You need help because that is such a hard, dark spot to be in. Right. Um, So if you're listening to this, you're like, I don't have any gratitude. Well, then then you do need support. And I believe that you don't have gratitude. I've I've felt that to an extent of you have a void of it. You know what got me thinking about this? Hmm. This is such a weird transition. So that Squid Game (laughs) show. Yeah. Because watching that show were people who had nothing left. And that's, I think, a theme of that is like, at what cost? Like, you have nothing left, but you're thinking that money is going to solve, solve all your find problems. Find it for you. Yeah. And that's not it. But I was kind of curious. I'm like, how? Because watching that, I'm like, how dark in a place you need to be to, I mean, that's a fictional game. Like, but you know, there's people in the world that would play it. Yeah. I mean, so, anyways, that was my weird transition. <laughs> if you haven't seen the show, it's dark and whatever. So, cool. So, you're going to do the gratitude alarm. Yeah. Are you going to do the worksheet I wrote up? Absolutely. The worksheet? You have access to it. Do Our I? Patreon community has it. Oh, sweet. But you get it free because you're a temporary co-host. That's a perk you get. Oh, you don't get paid, but you get free access to our to, a, to our worksheet. To a gratitude worksheet? Awesome. To our membership. Totally worth it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You've got this guy uh, vying for your job. I know. I got got some competition here. Although he's, he's he is taking a nap. Really cute, but that's not going to help him on a podcast. He is sleeping at work right now, which is kind of a negative. And his cuteness doesn't help. It's like ugly people go into radio. <laughs> like, I mean, it doesn't help him here. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. All right. With that, let's say something we're, let's end on something we're grateful for. Oh, wow. Go ahead. Crickets. <laughs> well, my stomach just grumbled and I got like really hungry for lunch because we haven't eaten lunch yet. So you're grateful for, that, for the opportunity to eat lunch? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> my stomach literally just growled when you asked me the question. So that's immediately okay. where my mind went. We have went. to do a deep gratitude and a shallow one. Okay. My shallow one is ugh, that I am thankful that when I'm not breastfeeding, I will have the opportunity to get my skin back in order. <laughs> is that weird? No. I mean, I just, I've always taking care of my skin and been that into that and i just want to go back to that cool that's my shallow one because i feel like myself like i like taking care of myself i like skincare i like the ritual of it i like the smoothness of it <laughs> that's really shallow that's okay but i also understand i have that privilege there you go that it's something i can even have on my mind and my deeper one is that I am very thankful that I have a body that was able to 
create and provide and grow a healthy baby. Because at 41, I don't know that that's, I mean, I think it's, I was just afraid the whole time. So I'm very thankful that everything came out the way it did in my body. As much as I can kind of lean into the like, oh, I should lose weight. I need to work out more. Oh, my skin. Oh, my skin (laughs) sucks right now. My body freaking did that. Yeah, that's amazing. did that. Like I've taken, you know, I don't know. I just, I'm thankful for that. I'm very thankful. Very cool. So how's that? That's great. I balanced it out. Absolutely. My shallow skin <laughs> stuff, but on a deeper Absolutely. level, I'm just thankful for my body. There. Very nice. I don't have a shallow one, but my deeper one is, like I was saying, my stomach just growled. And so I'm thankful that we have the means and plenty of food here uh, at the house so I can... You don't have to worry about your next meal. I don't have to worry about my next meal. I literally can just walk about 10 feet uh, to my right and go to the fridge and get something delicious and healthy for lunch. Yeah. Your shallow one could be like, if you really wanted crap for lunch, you could just run out and get it. I could do that too. Whatever you wanted. Yep. If you wanted to spend a bunch of waste your money at Whole Foods (laughs) on something already prepared, you could do that too. Yep. All right. So I'm going to encourage everybody to just think of a shallow gratitude Go through the layers of the shallow gratitude and like the why of it. And then, so that's your first one. Think Mm -hmm. of the layers of shallow gratitude. If you need help talking about that or understanding it more, we do have that on our Bite Size um, Patreon podcast for our membership community. Um, Second, think of if you're a big picture or a practice person, like which do you kind of embody more? Yep. And then third, Think of a bigger picture gratitude. Yeah. Like be good with that. And like kind of put yourself into a global mentality for that one. Yeah. So. All cool. right. Sounds good. I feel like I've been talking so quietly because I don't want to wait. We made it. I know. Maybe it's a very low key podcast. So it's going to put people to sleep. Hopefully. Not. <laughs> or hopefully him. Put time. him to sleep. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys as always for tuning in. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you to our Patreon community that enables this podcast to play here for everybody absolutely all, all right, right. We'll bye see guys you next time